Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publish them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Welcome to Dice Camera Action, everybody. Woo! We are back. And yay. 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 Woot. The Waffle Crew previously encountered Alessandra, the wife of Artis Simber. Um, and she came to Waterdeep for revenge, putting the Waffle Crew on the spot, as it were. Um, prior to that, Pelican was wrestling with. Uh, the recent loss and reconstruction of Evelyn, who had been turned to stone and then shattered as a statue. As one does. Exactly. Uh, Adding to the stress uh, is the fact that the uh, Waffle House, which had been under repairs, is uh, slowly being prepared to open as a bakery. And Strix has been uh, gearing up, uh, practicing her pie-baking skills, and also interviewing people who uh, can help her in the bakery and form a coven of sorts. Asking for help is hard. Yep, exactly. And uh, meanwhile, as far as I know, DS just been kind of poking around doing things on the sly, slipping out here, there, and everywhere um, under the nose of his friends. That's about right. Yep. The game opens with some time having passed. And if you, in a moment, you guys can talk about if anything particularly wanted your characters to do in the intervening days and weeks and whatnot, that's great. But we're going to assume that some time has passed and the damage inflicted to the Waffle House most recently by the explosion of the cask of smoke powder, um, the uh, Warrington Month's uh, contribution to last week's game, uh, that has been mostly repaired at this point. The scaffolding that had been uh, set up on the facade of the building has been taken down for the most part, and all the hammering, the pounding, the repair work has mostly subsided, and once again, the Waffle House is in a state of um, near-complete reconstruction. The floor that was blown away, uh, covering the basement, has been replaced. The spiral staircase leading upstairs and the upstairs floors have been repaired, and much of the furniture has been replaced. Alcoria Stonemarrow, the the dwarven wizard who is kind of serving as your silent partner in this enterprise, has been paying most of the fees, keeping a record of those, passing them along to Diath, and uh, now in private consultation with you, Diath, says that she thinks that your Waffle House is in a state where it's probably ready to open soon, and that... uh, She will be garnering uh, earnings 
from the bakery to pay off the debts of money that she personally has paid. Okay. So for the first while, you realize, at least for a few weeks, uh, if not months, most of the profits are going to go straight back to her. Right. We'll actually say that to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Strix has been trying to probably just like pay her in weird like dolls and stick mobiles and things like that. (laughs) And I don't know how she feels about that. Yeah, those don't really. She takes them, but they don't count. (laughs) <laughs> Strix thinks she does and she's like D, if I paid her today aren't you proud and she just like wanders off she likes hand herself and she's like thank you it'll still be 5,000 gold <laughs> yes uh, but Alcoria also tells you that she is deeply concerned uh, she's speaking to Diath at the moment about the mental state of both you and your friends after the harrowing harrowing ordeals you've been through with the Xanathar and then with Alasanda and others, uh, she can see the cracks in your facade need to be repaired as well. She says this to Dia. Yes. goes, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah? And she says, I have taken the liberty of calling an old friend. She, oh, God. She lives in the city on the Spectre Walk in the Southern Ward. Her name is Dr. Serenity Theximoff, and I've asked her to make a house call and talk to you collectively. She's a psychic exorcist. Exorcist? Like, there's like bad news ghosts in her brain and she can get them out? Exactly. Huh. Well, I didn't agree to any of this. None of us agreed to any of this. We're partners. I'm looking after my investment. You, my young friend, have no say in the matter. <laughs> cool. Wait, so we're being committed? <laughs> Is she going to lock the doors? Yes. So I need you to, per- to persuade your uh, fellow Waffle members uh, oh. to, uh, to meet with her. Can anyone else do that? <laughs> You're the leader, aren't you? Oh, oh, I, not ex- exactly. Uh, How not exactly? <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about it in therapy. Nah. <laughs> yes. The only alternative is I will collect on my investment now, seize the property, and throw you all out. Look, fine, it's no no problem. We'll do your stupid, crazy mind magic thing. We'll end up being a giant waste of time and resources for you and your friend. Well, I hope for your sake you're not this rude to Dr. Theximoff. Definitely won't be. (laughs) Well, then it's taken care of. I'm off. Good luck. She'll be around soon. All right, well, thank you. We'll keep trying to make progress this year, and once we get things up and running and... I'll do my best to track profits. That's how these things work. I'll let you know. All right. And Alcoria leaves. 
Now, as I said at the beginning of the session, some time has passed as repairs have been going and things have settled down in the city. The elves and their treant hordes that had assailed the city from the east retreated. After Alessandra left, it looks like she was able to deal with that particular mess. And the city has been nothing but a buzz with rumors about what brought the elves uh, so far west uh, to threaten the city so. Um, what could it have been? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not us. Uh, Strix, during this time, is going to have been working on her pie recipes. Yes. Um, working on trying to perfect things for the uh, for the opening of the coven and bakery. And she's probably also going to be asking Paulson a lot for, like, drink recommendations for what they should have for drinks. So getting oh, yeah. advice from Paulton and asking about that. And she also, whenever she tries a new pie, she's going to keep bringing it to Diff because she's just desperately trying to make him happy. So she, every, every time she makes one, even if it's bad, <laughs> she just like brings it up to his room and just leaves it and just continues to go up there and just leave things. And Diff just puts it on the sill and lets the birds eat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's probably like 50 up there at yeah. this point, just like continually going up trying to make him happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's so many pies. And she's just like peeking from the like, you happy yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, will like be going about his business and like helping Strix with, with all that. But like um, he's very awkwardly like avoiding Evelyn. Just like anytime. There's anyone who's just like, oh shit. And just kind of like ducks out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only mechanical thing I wanted to do is I, I did get that wand back at the Xanathar lair. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, I have it. Yeah, which we attempted to identify, but we didn't, weren't quite able to do that quite yet. So now that we're out and had some downtime, we'll probably go somewhere that has a, uh, a, a like identify spell or something. Yes. Or kind check it. Okay, yeah, for 100 gold pieces, you can get it figured out. Okay. And then, uh, uh, and you have the money, so that's no big deal. I also pay them in a mobile of sticks. Great. <laughs> uh, you know that it is a wand of conducting. Ooh. Uh, when you wave it around, when you basically blow a charge and wave it around, orchestral music will play. And when you stop waving the wand around, the effect ends. Strix immediately gives this to Evelyn. <laughs> Strix is like nah, just like frozen over his shoulder. Like yeah, she's Evelyn. Like you just see it land on the floor, and she's like, it just makes music. I don't want it. Evelyn's like, yeah, for me at least, like, oh man, yeah, that has like no practical or utility use in any kind of situation. Like, and Evelyn spends the entire week. She's just the entire week dancing around with this wand. Uh, at the end of the week, Strix is going to break it. <laughs> at the end of the week, she's going to... I was going to take that on the Ashes to Ashes tour to be Paulton's backup. Just breaks it immediately and just stomps on it. Yes, little... Uh, it like, makes like a record scratch sound when you yeah. break it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and uh, as you... Oh, my short-lived happiness. As you, as you break the wand and Evelyn, you're staring at the two pieces lying on the floor at your feet. Uh, you all hear a little knock on your front door. I'm busy morning. <laughs> oh, uh, Strix runs to the door like as fast as she can. She's <laughs> like, oh, we're not open yet, but we'll be serving pies soon. 
Then you whip open the door yeah. and you see. Um, you see a little halfling woman. She's like probably three feet tall. Um, she has like crazy wild, like bright orange hair and is wearing like a scent, like an eccentric set of robes uh, that have like different um, like prints of like almost like cartoony prints of like uh, Savras's, um symbol. So like the, the uh, crystal ball with the eyes in it. She looks kind of like Miss Frizzle in a way and has like big round glasses that take up most of her face. And you can see the coach, the, the coach that bore her here, uh, clackety clacking away Strix. Um, she doesn't seem to be with any entourage that you can see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hi, I'm the doctor. Uh, he, the, help! <laughs> she yells. <laughs> Dias will come up and be like, uh, yes, uh, we, we were told about your arrival. So. Wait, you were, who, wait, did you tell, you didn't tell us about this? Yeah, I don't think we were told about any arrival. I t- definitely told all of you about this. <laughs> no, you didn't! <laughs> well, I see I have my work cut out from me. It's <laughs> Dr. Serena Faximoff, and she starts handing out uh, various business cards. They're, um, they're like, kind of cheap-looking, like, Vistaprint style. <laughs> like, the, it's, like, kind of off-center, like, clearly hand-cut. has, like, a little, um, uh, like, lightning bolt, and on it, it says, uh, like, uh, say goodbye to, to your inner demons, just handing them out uh, to everyone. <laughs> oh, I bet this is real nice for people who have inner demons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got we. I think I got rid of my inner, inner demons after we talked to Asmodeus. I think those are gone, right? Nope. Just I will show myself in. Okay. <laughs> she, uh, you see this? The little halfling walks in, takes stock of the tap room or uh, the the main room, starts to just sort of pull drapes shut <laughs> all around the room. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> hey, I mean, I like a little sunshine in the room if you don't mind. Keep closing them. Yeah, I need, I need, I need to set the mood and, like, pulls them close. Like, mm-hmm. I imagine dust is like flying yeah. everywhere. Um, I have like an old lady like wicker bag. I just start pulling things out of like a night, like a tablecloth and like, um, like a mismatched china set and like yeah. other weird things. Just setting them about the room. Do you want um, a pie? I would love a slice of pie. That sounds so hospitable. I run so fast out of there. <laughs> Paulton like is will like just now walk down because he's been upstairs this whole time, and yeah. he sees he sees this this little this little halfling like just closing curtains and setting up, and he's just like, "How many more kids are we gonna have in this house?" <laughs> like Jesus. I just look are at we- him. I say nothing. And then I pull out of my, my bag, like, several, like, 1980s-style self-help books that have, like, me on the cover, like, holding a dove. Or, like, I have a for some reason. With a lens flare. Yes. <laughs> Inner demons in you. And let's get through that possession, like, just setting them around. Cool. So, what's happening? Uh, Bolton, come on down. Everyone, just... Relax. Rell's I'm gonna, in the kitchen. We're all gonna sit for a little bit and let Doctor was it Serena? You said or Serene? Serenity Sexamoff. 
Serenity. Okay. Well, let Dr. Serenity speak, and because we have to, Alcaria kind of demands it. Otherwise, she's going to pull all of our funding, and everything we have is going to fall apart. And that's not to say what I won't do. Let's all sit in a circle. <laughs> we leave out for everybody to sit. I'm still gone. You're going to have to come find me. Okay. Paul like, like markedly makes room for Paulton to sit next to her if she wants to. If he wants to. Kind of like makes room. It's like, all right, well, let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You come back here, young man. I will it, go up to him and like grab him by like the back and like pull him. I am strong. So I will pull him toward the sofa and we'll make a pointed gesture to sit on the nice doily that I've set next to Evelyn. Like, oh, this is so cute. And then he just keeps, he's just like, nope, and just <laughs> leaves again. Paul, don't, don't worry about it. This will be over very quick. Just come on. This will be as quick as you want it to be. See? Just like, look, I feel, I mean, this is going to be like at least, you know, a good, uh, the hour and 43 minutes, I'm assuming. So I could, I'm really tired. So tired. Look, you're already talking about your feelings. So Why don't we tired. talk about how tired you are? Can I cast command on Paulton? <laughs> sure. All right. I'm so what's a very that? aggressive therapy. Wisdom saving um, throw. Yeah, wisdom. wisdom saving throw. My and DC is... And Evelyn can can use her aura if she wants to, or if she doesn't, she doesn't have to. <laughs> I don't think Evelyn likes people to be commanded, so I think she would let him use that. Okay, aura. so you're plus five on that. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cute, but um, I'm still good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that just a high roll or is that an 820? That was an 820. Okay. Yeah. Right. Of course it was. We'll come back to him. Okay. I'm, I'm too fucked up. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my inner demons are going drinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, He'll need yeah. some one on one time. We'll come back to him. <laughs> well, I tried. So. You did, and you did a great job. What we need is your little dark friend. You want to bring her in here? I don't think she appreciates being called that. <laughs> You're Paulton like, whoa! <laughs> <now>. <laughs> this is a safe house, okay? Is it, though? <laughs> I mean, fair. That's fair. <laughs> I have seen it as a pile of rubble a couple of times. You have, uh, and uh, uh, Serenity, you can sense... There's something about the house that is off, almost like the geometry of the house itself doesn't feel right to you. Um, like this is, this, this could almost be like a cesspool for psychic detritus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a real bad read on this one. Oh, uh, yeah. Basically <laughs> Maybe your not. problems have something to do with the house itself. I think that we're all, you know, we have a few minor communication issues that we may need to get some, you know, a third party to, to help us address. I can see how that could be useful, but I I think, you know, a cesspool of detritus is just a little, a little strong. In the kitchen, Strix is not making a pie. She's hiding in a cupboard. Uh, Death will go and, like, <laughs> Strix and, like, open the doors, like, all right, Strix, come on. No. Uh, I'd imagine Death immediately knows exactly where her hiding place is. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just hear, no. <laughs> so, so no. You like, go to that cupboard and like, 
bend down, like open it up. He's like, "Hey, come on." No. I, I know. There's not room in there for the both of us to both hide. So look, we just have to get this done. It'll be over fast. That way, we can still keep getting the investment from Alcoria, so we can get, open up our bakery like you've always wanted. Mm, all right. And then she'll just turn into rats and just skitter past him. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this will be, be fast. The, the rats, they're all turned back at him like... I know, I know. We just need to get it done. Let's just do it, okay? Serenity, the briefs that you got from Elcoria <laughs> would have told you about things like, hey, Strix likes to turn into rats. <laughs> so you're probably nonplussed when the, when the rat swarm comes out of the kitchen with DF. No, I clasp my hands together and, oh, look at you. I love this. Look at their little rat hands. It's so cute. I like that. The rats all hide their hands. No. Oh. <laughs> he pulls a chair up to the circle that Serenity set up, and he, like, you know, does, like, the sit down, lean back. All like right. One, one knee bouncing. Strix will just coalesce on the floor next to Diaz. She does not sit in a chair. That's all right. You don't have to sit in the chair. And she pulls out like a couple more doilies, doesn't have enough for all of the rats and just like sets them. You can have Oh, she's, she's back to normal now. She's oh, okay. not a rat anymore. She yeah. just like backs into a person. Yeah, just puts that doily right next to you. Okay. I wipe my hands on it. That's fine. You can do that. <laughs> Put it down. All right. So, Evelyn's looking huh? very participatory. Evelyn's like, everyone, we can all participate. This is something we all, it's very healthy for us. Come on, everyone. She's like leaning forward, like, very. Gotta come into it with a good attitude. I like your mm-hmm. spirit, Evelyn. All right. Well, I want to do this the easy way. First, let's talk about the house. Is there any, like, sort of hell portal? Some sort of drow burial ground we put this on. There's a lot going on. I mean, not that we know of. Well, there's a bunch of unseen servants uh, that are put here by a lot of wards. Those wards were once corrupted and turned against us. There's a hole down in the basement, which leads down to the water deep sewers, which once let us go directly towards, you know, where the Xanathar lair was. Uh, we think there might be a dwarf who thinks he's a minotaur wandering around down there right now. If there's someone who you should help, you should talk to that guy. <laughs> yes, identity issues are are, are indeed tough. Uh, no, I mean, they're not, but okay. It might also just be us because we've been through too much and we went to all these awful places and like including like terrible dreams that no one ever talked about and all these other things that were just really, really terrible that also no one ever talked about. In fact, we've never talked about any of it and it's all really, really, really bad. Hi. Wait, what terrible dreams? I would like to know more about the dreams. Yeah, because we were in Dandar's Nightmare, I think it was, or whatever, and the, like, to the snake people, and I had a dream that I was mazed, which was really awful, and that I, I, there was a chicken foot hut, and that was mine, and it was my grandmother's, who was the crazy Baba Yaga. If you, she's awful, but she knew I had magic, and then she like continues to like ramble about all of the problems until someone stops her. <laughs> this is great. Dieth lets her take up as much time as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn's like trying really hard to understand this rant because usually she understands what Strix is talking about. Like she remembers what's being referenced, but right now she doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's like, and also Dieth is never happy ever, ever. That, that's not true. Ever. 
It's not... Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Ever, you say? I say ever! (laughs) No, that's not entirely true. I've been plenty happy. Tell us about when you've been happy. Yeah, when's the last time you were happy, Diaz? Uh, uh, well, uh, Strix makes me pie every day. Do you eat the pie? Yep. I try, <laughs> I try to at least nibble, you know, each of it. It's a, it's a lot of pie, so it's hard. Yeah. To- You're looking very spelt for somebody that eats pie every day. I only make you the pies to make you happy! <laughs> and, you know, I have to, you know, Try the pies and see if we can adjust the recipes at all to see if, you know, it'll help with the future business and make pies that'll sell. So, yeah, you know, I'm happy that I'm helping her make uh, her dreams come true. Okay, what about your dreams? Tell me about those. I don't have, uh, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, your dreams. What are we doing to make Dieth's dreams come true? Oh, uh, I'd rather they didn't. Wow. So you have the nightmares too, huh? You want to tell me about those? Flips my legal pad to the next. <laughs> I've used six or seven pages for Strix's nightmares alone. Uh, Strix, Strix is like, Dieth's never talked about his nightmare. We never heard about it. We don't even know what happened. No, I told you about it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. He did not. He doesn't tell us anything. He has tons of secrets. It's terrible. Evil, and did he tell you about the nightmare? Evelyn's like looking between the two of them and being like, I don't remember. Hmm. Oh, also, Paulton thinks that everyone dies all the time, and uh, Evelyn has died too many times and was a construct once. Ah, uh, yes, I did get that in the brief. Um, death is hard. Coming back from death is hard. Yeah, you should, yeah. I mean, I can see how it would be for most people, but I think that, you know. Having been blessed by a, a, a divine strength from Lathander, I think I'm totally fine and well-adjusted. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> about that dream. I want to say that happened. What about your dream, Evelyn? Well, Strix forgot. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, what, what about it? Do you have a dream? Like I know a, not everybody here can have the dream of having a pie shop. Oh, like a dream. Like a dream. Well, I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. It's a safe space here. But everybody's listening. Not really. Barovia mist can come in at any moment, so nowhere is safe. I suppose that is true. I want to hear more about this nightmare you had. I told them about it as after, as we're trying to go in and stop the soulmonger and the crazy evil spirit Dundar was manipulating our brains and things. I thought I was here in Waterdeep and Paulton was there looking completely corrupted by the ring of winter. There's snow all around. And then when I tried to find Strix, there's just a bunch of cranium rats in her robes and it was very scary. And there, there was no sun, there was no evil, and I told you guys about that. Um... Why are you making that face, then? Because I told you about it. Mm, and communication. Should, like, look at the dot, look at Serenity and be like... Mm. Communication is key. Let's see if we can do anything to help that. 
Please don't cast something. <laughs> <laughs> does does Tia say that or is Jared saying that? Like I said, I want to do this the easy way now. Don't want to have to whip out that old spell book, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, there. All right. So we, we're having some bad dreams. The house is probably not helping. This is a weird vibe. My doilies aren't seeming to help. Usually that works. Oh, so I, I think we've put a lot of a lot of care into renovating this home and, and I it think looks that, lovely thank you i wouldn't have put these bright colors on the walls but you know i didn't have any say in it she like looks no. at evelyn <laughs> you know trends being what they are i think this aesthetic is great i was it just looks cheap it looks flipped <gasps> how dare and <laughs> i'm sensing i'm sensing some hostility about maybe lack of choice is that something we want to talk about? Yeah, maybe Strix wants to talk about that. I'm sorry. Strix, do you do you feel like you did? You said you felt like you didn't have a say in in the house when they renovated. You know, I don't know. Maybe. I know. I know. I didn't. I mean, but it doesn't matter. I don't matter. It's, I don't. I don't. I did get my own room. I got my own room, but it still didn't make Dan happy. Her like eye starts twitching. <laughs> why would why would um having your own room? Why would that need to make? Because I can do things on my own. I know magic. Yeah, you can. That's great. But you don't treat me like that. What are you talking about? You're always trying to get me to to help me and not let me do things on my own. And I can. Well, and I think maybe that'll make you happy if I can do things on my own. You can do things on your own, and that's that's fantastic. You know, you've you've grown a lot. That's good. I'm proud of you. Circling growth, that's a great word. <laughs> Circle that up. <laughs> Strix like doesn't know what to say. She's like, okay, I mean I guess that's fine. That's but you know, nothing I do makes you happy, which is fine too. I don't know. Just that's fine. I'll just She just lies on the floor and plants her face on the ground. <laughs> the, the new the new wood smells nice. It does smell nice. Evelyn's like nodding knowingly at uh, at our, our friend, the therapist, as though they're kind of on the same team. She's like, yeah. Oh my God. She, she's just kissing the therapist's ass. <laughs> All right. So I'm noticing, a, I'm noticing a theme here. It's happiness. We don't have it, which I get because this house still feels atrocious. It doesn't look atrocious. It looks lovely. But the overall feel giving me something well you're like you're supposed to be able to exercise that kind of stuff right so why don't you just that'll, that'll come later sometimes i like to let people exercise their own demons makes them feel good makes them feel independent growth is important so the overall theme here seems to be deeth is not happy <laughs> but strix you're not happy either well i'm happy no, <laughs> she just starts crying. <laughs> Dieta says that means she's happy. I don't know about that. She's uh, still crying. I mean, not happy, but you know, this is um, this is you know standard. What do you mean by that? 
I mean, this is just how Strix expresses herself. I mean, she, she, no, she cries a lot. Her Her staff turns into the owl bear and she just starts crying into the owl bear. Whether it's happy or sad or afraid or brave or, I don't know. That's how she expresses herself and that's fine. That is, you are correct. Crying is a is a great way to express emotions, for sure. I am a little bit concerned about how her happiness seems to be tied up in your happiness, though. How can we work on that together as a team? Wait, what the hell is that supposed to mean? What do you think it means? Uh, this is my fault? No, of course not. I don't follow. So, from what I gather, like flips through the legal pad, <laughs> all nineteen pages at this point. <laughs> getting a lot of. Let me know if you need more ink. I actually, that would be wonderful. I'm running a little low. I hold up like a little ink bottle that's Perfect. like it was full ink. before. <laughs> we are running low. is done crying now and she sits back in the chair and holds the owl bear against her and like pulls her knees up like she's just like in like a sad therapy position with her owl bear i know that spinning chairs aren't a thing but i like to imagine that she's in one and just like is slowly spinning around. <laughs> yeah. yeah strix can i ask you a question and this remember this is a safe space in the circle with the doilies uh when you say that she goes what what would make would make Strix happy without without Dieth. Let's say Dieth goes on a wonderful vacation. He goes to a beautiful set of islands. What would what would Strix do while he's gone to make Strix happy? Would she bake pies? What else would she do? She just like stares. <laughs> like uh, just uh, uh. <laughs> she doesn't know what to say. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, trying to solve problems. Trying to solve problems. That's what she do. She for everyone else. Solve problems for everyone else. That's it. Maybe she will. Maybe maybe she can try and find this other part of his soul that he's missing. That's what she would do. She would continue to try to help other people, not herself, because Strix doesn't need to help herself because she's fine. She's absolutely fine. Hmm. You know, Strix, you remind me of some people I know. Always helpers, always carers. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing to, to care about others. I want to revisit the missing... Starts pulling her hair out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the missing soul. It's like underlined question mark circle. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little concerned about this. Who wants to... Maybe we could just talk about missing this... Anybody know anything about this? Yeah, I tried to make a deal with these hags who wanted me to have a baby, but I don't know really why that was a big deal, because I was like, whatever. I mean, did they take it away, I guess? I don't know. Did just... Evelyn, Evelyn didn't know about that, right? No. <laughs> Evelyn goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, then, and I, I was just like, I'll do anything. Anything to make Tia happy and make him okay. Like, I don't know why. It's just my brain tells me to do that. I'm not sure why that happens, but I just want it, you know, I want everything to be okay. And then... They, they wouldn't let me do it, but now we know that DF is missing part of his soul. And I would try and find that in my free time. Okay. Do the hags have the soul? And being like, 
We don't. Mm, no, oh no, no, we don't know. Dieth is still getting ink. It's taking an extraordinarily long time. <laughs> yeah. We you think, just hear the words like missing part of did we, yeah, did we decide? Was it Shemeshka that had it? She's like looking at Paulton. Is that who has it? It is, right? I'm. I'm not in the room. I'm oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I've, I've been at. I've been at the bar this whole oh, okay. time. Yeah, well, well Shemeshka that has it because. Like how she had like in a boxer. Yes, yeah. yeah. So she looks certainly, at evil and certainly she's the like, bar. Mm-hmm. The bar is within earshot of where you're, where the this little seance of <laughs> uh, the psychic tete a tete is happening. So if we're strict to yell, you'd probably hear her. Right, but Paul's right. just like, I'm not here. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's like, fair. She's, like, like when she calls to Paulton, he's kind of sounds like right, Paulton. He's just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I would like nope. to cast sending to okay. send a message to. Ca- do I have to cast it? Are Paulton and Dieth, you're Are you in the same space? In the same place? No. Okay. Um, I will cast sending to Paulton. All right. So you pull out a little piece of copper wire and you twist it around your finger. You cast the spell. The wire disappears and you can send a message. Okay. Um, is there a word limit on sending? There is. It's 25 words, I believe. Okay. Yep. Dear Paulton, hi, it's your friend, Dr. Theximoff. <laughs> Have question about Paulton's missing soul. Please elaborate as soon as possible. Thanks. XOXO. It's 22. DF's missing soul. DF is always missing soul piece. Yeah, Paulton isn't missing a soul, only Dia. Oh, yeah. Well, I need somebody to explain. (laughs) (laughs) Paulton, I mean, we could all be missing souls at this point, but, you know. Um, You hear Paulton, and he's just like, I'm I'm technically within hearing range. (laughs) So... Thought it would be rude to shout in somebody else's house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely... Way better etiquette to, you know, deliver a message via mind. From upstairs. Stop shouting! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, true. Wanted to respect personal space. I think that's so nice. Thank you for coming into our house and thinking about those kinds of things. I appreciate that. You're so polite. Thanks for not yelling. He yells. You're welcome. That's yelling. I'm offended. I'm small, I have to project. Could we all just maybe sit and get this over with? I've been trying to tell this doctor everything that happened to us and no one else is talking. And then she asked me hard questions that I didn't like because my brain told me that they were scary. Paulton, come sit down. Dad? Uh, almost Dad? got it, almost got it. I know Paulton, it doesn't uh... take you that long to get ink. <laughs> Do you want me to go get him? I am fresh out. I'm I'll go get him. Bottom. Uh, at this point, Dia starts coming back down the stairs. I was just gonna come get you with just one bottle of ink. <laughs> uh, Paulton slowly gets up from the bar and walks over and sits down. He can drag over his big straw chair if he wants. Oh yeah, you know what? Um, you just hear like a. <laughs> 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 And he, the chair walks in, and he's just sitting in it, and he just kind of, he just kind of does this, <laughs> and the chair also kind of like slumps. <laughs> but we, we, we all know that 
We're fine. And this is just a formality, but I think we should all just focus and try to get this done so that we can go on with our day. Yes, thank you, Evelyn. That's what I've been saying. And then you took like 15 minutes to I get was ink. trying to find the ink for our friend, Dr. Seximum. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we talk about Freudian break from the it's very um <laughs> Dr. draining. Huh? Sometimes these sessions can be a little emotionally draining. Yeah. You know, yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I um hey Chris, do I feel anything else in the house now that everyone is here? As you've been focusing and focusing and focusing, you're starting to think, particularly right now that you've got them all together finally, that it may your initial assessment that it was something in the house may be off. Um, because it got stronger when they were all together. And so it is something to do with definitely two or more of them. You haven't quite figured out what yet, but it is something about them. Interesting. And we're all uh, like, being alive? Eating her hair. Like, <laughs> great part of being alive is sometimes you recognize your mistakes. Growth flips back to the page and shows them <laughs> where it's been circled. Beginning to think that maybe it's not the house. You've done a lovely job on it, by the way. It looks Thank awful. you. Mm. I knew it wasn't the house. <laughs> something, something here. Now that we're all here and together in our special safe circle, my special doilies. I, uh, I have to ask, I feel like something big and important happened recently. Maybe that's the reason for this horrible feeling. It's things happen all the time. We don't even have a chance to sleep half the time. Yeah, what are the parameters for recently? I was, uh, uh, I was recently in hundreds of pieces. That's we fixed that it. could do it, yes. Uh, there's also the whole time where, uh, you know, our house has been attacked numerous times, been a lot of explosions. We stopped the ending of the universe. Multiverse, actually. Yeah, we met Osmodeus. That was kind of terrifying. We did have an eensy-weensy problem with our kid kidnapping another kid. What? But it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She said, our pig... Kidnapping another pig. Oh, right. Uh, several of us, all of us have yep. died. All of us have died a couple of times by now, I think. Yeah, that's in the brief. Okay. <laughs> that's in there. Yeah. Hmm. What yeah. I'd like to do... Maybe oh, we should... Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I mean, that is, that is something... You know, we've been trying to learn how to parent uh, someone who has tendencies toward uh, self-harm, and that's been very difficult. Hmm. Do you want to tell me a little more about that? Harsh, come on. What? What? What wasn't that harsh? Simon, Simon, you didn't know about Simon? I'm sorry, sorry, Simon, go ahead. Who are you thinking of? Well, Paulton's very upset because Simon... Uh, tried to jump in traffic because he was so sad after kidnapping another child. And 
So we've been trying to watch him real close, but he seems real happy now that he's learning sign language and we're doing our best, but it's very scary. And, you know, maybe we worry a little bit. What about you, Paulton? You haven't really said anything, mostly because you've been upstairs and that's fine. I do bill individually. So the time is yours. (laughs) He like doesn't react at all. He's just kind of sitting there stone-faced. All right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> oh, we're, we're coming back to that? We're not going to go over the whole kid kidnapping a kid thing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did we give the kidnapped child back? There's no yeah, kidnapped yes. child yes. in this house. Yes. Right. Yes. Did we give the kidnapped child back? Yes, yes. the child is okay. back. Oh Very my happy. God. That's, that, where, that's where Juniper was. Listen! Like, Juniper's <laughs> on? Uh, yeah. yeah. And Strix just like looks at Diaz and like shakes him a little bit. And she's like, that's why I blew up the turret. Because you couldn't find out. Because if you knew if a kid was in a cage, you would have like, got it right away. She just like starts rambling about how like she blew up the turret to make him happy. And I, she's like, I just did it. I just did it to make you happy. <laughs> she's just crying again. <laughs> Gonna be so expansive. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Maybe you could give her like some supplements or something. Um, I do think it would be wise to it just takes uh, a deep breath and will just be like, but I, they're all back now. The kid is fine. We're all fine. No one is hurt. Yeah, it was fine. I took care of it. Don't you trust me? Yeah, I do. Okay. Every, everything's fine. So then it's fine. We'll just, it's fine. We'll move on. Is it fine? <laughs> Everything's fine. See, that's the problem. It just points at anyone. <laughs> Nothing is fine. It hasn't been fine forever. I feel fine. Poignant silence. <laughs> yeah. Evelyn, do you feel fine? I think so. What would I, I have to so. not feel fine about? Look at me. I'm with my friends, serving Lathander. Having a nice renovated house, and even Diaz is looking at Evelyn at this point, just kind of like, "Come on." I can only imagine what being a construct might do to somebody, emotionally and mentally. Well, I mean, it it seemed to be what Lathander wanted, so. And do you yeah. believe that? I was real strong. It was a little mm. weird not to be able to, like, you know feel things. And how long were you a construct? Chris, how long was I a construct? Months. <laughs> oh, you know, just a little while, a few months. That's a long time not to feel anything. Yeah. It was a little strange. You know how, like, when you get real excited, like, your heart beats fast, or, like, when you get shot. There we go. We're back. Oh. Oh, we lost sound? Okay. Yeah, we lost sound. Oh. Okay. So, uh, Evelyn, do you want to cover some familiar ground there? Uh, just back up a little bit? Where, where? Just summarize what you just said. Recap. Having fe- not having feelings is hard. <laughs> yeah. 
She said Evelyn's fine. All right. <laughs> yeah. She she said, you know, not having not being able to feel anything was real weird, but now I can. And okay. so what do I have to be worried about? And Strix is just like, I never felt anything, but now I do. I mean, when I say feel, I mean, of course, I, I feel, but I mean, like, I, and she just starts crying again. Evelyn, <laughs> I mean, since you became, you know, out of construct again, you've been, I don't know, a little off. Well, I mean, I, there is, there is this one. Okay. If I have to go first, then you all have to go too, but there's just this one thing. Which is that, you know, I was dead for a while. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I came back. And that was great because then I was back in my own body and we're all together again. And that's so great. And I, w I wasn't gone that long, but it feels like I was. And there's something just at the edge of my brain that I feel. I don't know. I, it's like I woke up a little bit different but I can't figure out how. And that doesn't make any sense. Like, like somehow I changed a bunch and not at all, all at the same time. And now like, feels like I'm kind of yelling at myself inside all the time. I don't know. That's, I'm probably just making it up. It's probably fine. I don't think you're making that up. Oh, you certainly are not making that up. I mean, how do you know? You're not inside my head. I'm probably fine. I could be if you want me to be. I mean, maybe I'm you sorry. could find out what it was that I saw while I was dead. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> hmm. I think we're going to have to go a little more extreme than I thought. To put it bluntly, all of you are such nice people. You're a little bit on the mess side, though, for sure. I mean, not me, though. <laughs> You especially, actually. <laughs> I can only imagine what being dead several times and then being in a construct and then not feeling. I can only imagine what that's like. Huh. We'll just say, for politeness sake, everybody's an equal level of mess. Well, you I'm know. always happy to do work. You know, if I need to do the work, I need to do the work. I'm here. Paulton was curled into a ball for about, like, two days. Would you like to tell me about that, Paulton? page <laughs> <laughs> he's still just like completely stone-faced just like gazing off into the distance mm. just completely unresponsive Alton talk to a nice lady maybe you'll feel better perhaps if Bolton doesn't feel up to talking maybe somebody else could give me some insight Drix what about you <laughs> tell me a little bit about your good friend Paulton here uh Paulton is also sad all the time and drinks too much and curls up into a ball and talks about how everyone dies all the time and how everyone dies. And I try to tell him that the planes are infinite and, you know, really, if someone dies, you can get them back. It just takes a lot of effort. I've tried to explain it, but he doesn't seem to care. <sighs> and his wife died. Oh, yeah. He told mm -hmm. us, like, recently that he had a wife that died. And we didn't even know. Isn't that funny? You know someone for that long and they don't tell you something like that? That's kind of weird. Yeah, not that it's a big deal, though, of course. That's actually a pretty big deal. I mean, like to him. I think it's a pretty big deal that like there's these crazy overarching secrets that we all keep from each other that no one talks about when I don't have any secrets because I just like talking out loud all the time. <coughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
<laughs> this was not in the brief, let me tell you. This is completely new, which is great. Growth, remember, that's going to be our keyword today is growth and mysteries. Maybe he wants talk to talk about death about- and dying all day. Maybe maybe he wants to talk about his wife and how much he loved her. Maybe he needs to talk about that. Paulton, is that something you need? Remember, this is a safe space. Growth. It's, it's still same reaction. Same reaction. All right. Just Hold like on a com- second. Uh, Diet goes up and like pokes Paulton to make sure that he is indeed. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you just kind of. <laughs> Are you doing that thing where you project yourself again? You hear from the bar? God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) The bone disappears. Right. The chair is is empty. Mm. It was an awfully nice chair, though. uh, Come on, man. (laughs) I walk in. I'm just like, (sighs) that bought me, what, like 20 minutes? All right. I know. That was impressive. Thank you. Yeah, I did done. tell your body double, I do bill individually, so the time <laughs> is yours. <laughs> I'm expansive. Just want to put that out there for transparency. Say, get it? Because you used a clone. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Bob. I see, I see what you're doing there. That's a good one. Uh, come on, at least give us enough respect. We're all in this together. Gross. He's okay. hurting right now. Be gentle. We're all Oops. hurting. Are you? Who's hurting? Yeah, you're all hurting. You said we're all hurting! You said we, I heard it. I heard we too! Doctor! Doctor, I heard we! Doctor! We woo! I also heard we. Just gonna throw that out there. Paul goes, yeah, I I just I I just rewatched in the last five seconds on the stream. He said we. (laughs) Thank you, Paul Ten. Honesty is the best policy, DF. Yeah. Will help us with honesty. I Just think. looking at that body language, I am a little. He's a little <laughs> cut off from us. Little cut off. Hmm. Perhaps. Not like me. I'm an open book. Hmm. That remains to be seen. <laughs> I think it's a good time, perhaps, to cast Zone of Truth. I am not comfortable with this. Look at that participation. Why are you never comfortable? He's ran away from Zone of... Can you at least tell us the truth about why you're scared of the Zone of Truth? I feel like this is just an Ouroboros of problems. Uh, I mean... Good work. I don't feel comfortable with someone forced me to say something that I don't want to, I'm not comfortable sharing with. And that's true. You're not comfortable sharing things with us? Well... Do you, like, look no, super hurt? No, like, it's not like that, Strix. It's more... Yes, it is! It's obviously like that! I don't oh, DF, you have secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you can be in the zone of truth if we all can. We have you're you're a leader. I think what DF is trying to say, maybe, is that there's things that he knows that are just his things for now but that he'll tell us when he's ready? Well, I like talking and being talked to. Well, yeah, what Evelyn said. You know, some things are just for me. But that- But I can't make you happy and help you if they're just for you! 
But maybe he can feel safe if we give him the time and room. And maybe someday soon he could tell us this unknown thing that I don't know that he might want to say to someone sometime. Patience. You do have a point. Dia stares daggers at Evelyn. (laughs) But Evelyn's like, on the other hand, secrets can eat away at you. Especially if you're around people all the time. You live in this lovely, renovated HGTV-esque home. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And you're sharing that with three other people. You're sharing your whole life with three other people. And there's and, clearly something that's and, eating away at you. And three orphans and a robot and a hand and a man <laughs> and an owlbear. Yeah. That's that's quite a quite a big party. We just like mm-hmm. to have an open door policy. We're a big family. We share everything. Oh, and a little beholder too now, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Precious. Well, it doesn't know. matter. It doesn't matter. No one it doesn't make a difference. If I don't need to know, it's fine. I'll just and I didn't know when I'm not wanted. And she just sits down. No one said anything about you not being wanted. Well, if I can't help, then I don't deserve friends. But, That's not true. Right. See? Listen to the doctor. It's not true. That's she not- said and she's a doctor. We're coming back to you, young man. <laughs> now. Zone of truth. You can be in it or out. It's up to you. But I think... I would like to give you the opportunity to be open with your family on your own. We can do this the easy way, or we can do it my patented Dr. Theximoff way, which is zone of truth and reading minds. I've already been paid to do that, so you know, <laughs> it's part of the part of the consultation, part of the fee, so We just all look really scared. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, just meta for a second. You all know that Zone of Truth does not compel you to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's simply, if you do speak, you can't lie. Yeah. Home nod. You get a saving throw, too. Hmm. Bear that. He just takes, like, a big, just, like, chug at whatever he has, and he's like, I just put myself in Zone of Truth. So. <laughs> I like that initiative. That's wonderful. And I, I like always it. tell the truth, so I don't mind. Uh-huh. Strix also always tells the truth. I've been noticing that a lot. Um, I have Strick about 24 patient pay, uh, papers. a lot, lot of truth. It's, I'm sorry, is that bad? I'll stop. All right, so. Not necessarily. Telling the truth is good. Okay, so then we don't need it. We don't need it. Right. I can cast it if you need me to, though. I'm ready. My use of the zone of truth is to kind of help you along if you feel like maybe you just don't you have the guts. Well, why? What needs what needs to be what 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 truth? Well, what what are we afraid of? Why not? Maybe it's just a nice little thing to just like you know. Why not be bathed in more truth? Yeah, you know what? Do it. Cast zone of truth. Do it. All right, you <laughs> will cast zone. <laughs> Do it. All right. Uh, any of you want to resist the spell? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Make a charisma saving throw. Charisma? Okay. Charisma. Cool. 
Uh, Everyone doesn't try to resist it. Okay. What's the, is, what's the DC deal? Or uh, it's your, your spell save DC. It is 17. 19. Do I have to reveal the result, or can I just roleplay it? You can roleplay it if you want to. Um, Evelyn, are you handing out an aura on this one, or...? No. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> my girl, Evelyn. Evelyn, Evelyn, it doesn't even occur to her that people would be... Because all of them have agreed yes. to be in the zone of truth, yeah. so it, it would not even occur to her that... <laughs> okay. Rix doesn't even really need to be in it. Yeah. She just is. Okay. Pollen goes, uh, he's like, hey, look, I'm not even in the zone of truth. I'm going to tell you that I'm not in the zone zone of truth. That is, cur- that is. Pollen's like, I'm going to be honest, and I'll start by saying I made that save. So next question, please. <laughs> Didn't make that save. That's correct. Secretly, you're like, doctor, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? What save? What Save what? Yeah. He goes, bye, bye, two. <laughs> he's had a bit of the alcohol. He oh. always has a bit of the alcohol. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. Excuse What's an alcoholic? me. That's not entirely false. <laughs> <laughs> was the Zone of Truth actually cast? Yes. yes. Was it just on Dieth? It was on the area. Of okay. the party. And it be just saying it's not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was supposed to sure. Okay. Everybody was in the 15 foot radius sphere that is now the Zone yes. of Truth. All right. Okay. It lasts for 10 minutes. You know that, Doctor. Yes. All right. So let's see if we can't get to the nitty gritty today. Like I said, I'm very expansive. I like to be successful. So let's see. Diaz, how are you feeling right now? Feeling pretty terrified. I don't want to be here. It's the last thing I want anyone to know is everything I'm thinking right now. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I appreciate your honesty and your candor. Let's get to work, shall we? I rolled a two. Oh, oh no! <laughs> That's so brave of you to say, Diaz. Yeah, I think it's working. It absolutely is. You're doing a very hard thing, Ooh, even buddy. if it's a little bit by force, you know. Buddy, like, start shrinking up into his chair. <laughs> now, so it's just like I appreciate you not leaving, at least. I, I do too. That's here. wonderful. Thank you. We should all. We should Wait, all. What? We should let Diaz uh, know that we appreciate him being here. I appreciate you being here, Diaz. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you're here. You don't have to say that. I'd be dead without you. That's definitely not true anymore. Anymore? Mm hmm. What do you mean by I that? Like you I don't like seeing him scared. If he doesn't like it, it I don't. It, it makes me really sad seeing him scared. You bring up a good point, Strix. Diaz, I, I, uh, I know we've talked about it on page. Uh, hold on, me. <laughs> Actually, a couple of times. I'm gonna have to make an index for this later. Of my assistant do it. Um, your happiness. Let's talk about that. How can we, as your family, not me, because like I just got here, but how can our, how can your family help to make you happy? How can Strix help to make you happy? Strix does make me happy. What? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. Every time I bring you a pie, you look like you're gonna poop yourself. No, I love it when you bring pies. I love seeing your face every day. What? <laughs> I mean, that's not great to look at. I'm really happy. Like, 
She's like, it's not great to look at. I mean, oh, honestly, also- like, I don't even like seeing my own face. It's just kind of like a like a broken piece of like wood in a fireplace, like crammed around with some moss on it. That's what my face looks like, but it's okay. I still like my face. He's telling his feelings. What? He's only got ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All you're asking is about whatever I can do to make me happy, and I don't know. It's not that, I don't think it's that simple. Well, but what can you do to make you happy? I can't. Why? Because I don't know how to live for (laughs) myself. I hate this (laughs) <laughs> live oh. for himself okay. maybe we can help That's you cool. maybe I can can I help you I don't I don't know I mean I've never tried to get help because all I've ever done is try to help you guys and now you don't need it anymore so now I question every day but I'm we like, need you though I need you but you don't I do Oh, I think she does. Yeah. Get out of this, doctor! Okay, well. I I was on the truth, too, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But, dear, the thing is, maybe, I mean, regardless of whether we need you or not, it's about that we want you. I, I don't, maybe, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but. We could ask. You know, it's on the truth. Look, it's not. I've, I've been around these everyone here for so long and I've seen how much they've grown it's been incredible like are you kidding me the f- years ago anytime a dire situation would show up or anytime we had to make a, a quick decision or something all those eyes turned on to me and no matter how scared I was I still try to do something just to help make sure that everyone would stay okay but now look at them Paulton's building a family and he's opening up his heart and letting people in. She <laughs> isn't scared anymore. She's not running from things. She can hand up, stand on her own. She's not clinging to me all the time. Evelyn is becoming more and more sure of herself and realizing that she could be her own guiding star. And at some point, it's just going to become clear that I'm no longer needed. That is not true. You are needed. I need you. And not because I want things from you, just because I want you to be here. I'll think about it. I mean, look at it. Evelyn can fly. You throw up fireballs, and Paulton can manipulate minds and just get things to people. And I can't. I can't do any of that. I look at. I just know I'm waiting for the day where, at some point, where it's the next family that throws me away. Evelyn hears that and just goes over and gently, just like, doesn't stop him from talking like doesn't get in his way between the therapist but she just kind of like wraps her arms around his waist and just kind of hugs him and holds him tight something you realize that's not really in the brief that you received um, Dr. Theximoff is anything having to do with their previous families mm. oh shit interesting <laughs> Paulton uh, Paulton kind of stumbles over to DF and it's just like Listen here, Naruto, and like sits in his lap, <laughs> just like with an arm around him. He's like, Evelyn has her hands around his waist, so if, she, if, if Paulton sits in his lap, she just like 
Pelton's like here. <laughs> you listen here. This is fun. It's like just because we can do cool shit, like really cool shit. We like, can. It's uh-huh. it's really neat, but yeah. that doesn't mean you're not an important part of this family. Okay? That's all important. Yeah. yeah. Very. Thank you. Very as important. As he's saying that, Strix is poignantly not going over to Dia, yes. but she just kind of stands up and just looks at him and just says, I know it doesn't really matter, but seeing you say that about yourself hurts me right here. It hurts me. I don't know why it hurts, but it hurts. When you're happy, I feel good. When you're sad, it hurts. And I don't want to see you hurt yourself anymore. Ever. Yeah. So you saying that we're just going to throw you out? She's going to push Paulton away and hug Uh, him. (laughs) She's going to push him away and hug him. Can I oppose that? Sure. Yes. Strength checks to hug DF. (laughs) (laughs) Can we all oppose because we're all trying? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, cool. Can I make a strength check to (laughs) wiggle out and resist? Yes, you can make a dexterity acrobatics check. I just love that the doctor's watching this whole mess happen. (laughs) Just writing notes. Everyone else is doing strength checks. I want to do strength checks. Well, from Paulton, Dieth gets the most stellar, strongest hug in the history Wait, mine was a 17! Cool, mine was a nat 20 again. Oh, god damn it. Strix just falls onto the ground. Just, like, slides off. She, like, tries to push Paul and is like, no, there's a line. There's there's a cue. Just, you know. I'm just imagining Paulton, like, Legs and arms around the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. I rolled a six, so I'm just stuck in it. Yeah. And, like, and like now that it's like super ugly, he's like right here and like his face is here. And like, the, like just and like the ears like just right and whispering, and he just goes, You are so valuable. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise, even yourself. <laughs> this is great. This is my whole next book, actually. <laughs> I think about it. I'm gonna send. And it Strix is now just on the floor because she didn't get a hug. No. Okay, Paulton. I think it's Strix's turn. Everybody gets like you know a turn. It's important for growth. 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 Strix is like. Growth. I wanted, I wanted a hug. I wanted a hug. I just wanted one. And she starts crying. I, I'll, 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 I said my piece so she can go, go for it. Evelyn disengages too and she just looks at Dia as she does and she says, we're never going to leave you. But then he's free of our hugs for Strix. <laughs> uh, Diaz will get up from his chair and like just go down uh, onto one knee. Not like, like hug Strix, but just kind of do a thing where you just kind of like like puts a hand on her back, and then like just kind of see how she reacts from that first. I'm just miming how. Oh to yeah. Hug. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, Strix yeah. for a second looks up at the doctor and is like, "Oh yeah," and then she like goes and like just gives him a hug, just like and like holds him really tight. Yeah. Oh. And she's not crying either anymore. There we go. Look at her. It's not a true thing. You were scared before you got all these hugs out of it. I'm still scared. 
<laughs> yeah, well, life is a scary thing. But Strix is like, I'm scared too. My chest hurts. Oh, that Are you being hugged too tight? Yeah. You gotta back up a little bit. You gotta give, gotta save room for Savras, as we used to say. <laughs> you mean Lathander? Save room for Lathander. Alrighty, I do. Death will like disengage from the hug. Mm-hmm. He's still just sitting on the floor. <clears throat> and kind of yeah. get back up into his chair and still just kind of look like. I don't see how this is making everyone feel better. I think that therapy is supposed to make us all feel better. So how, where's the part where we feel better? I I'm feel great. Sure. He feels great. I'm not sure who told you therapy was supposed to make you feel better. Because that, I, it's kind of a lie. Oh. Therapy is hard and it's supposed to be. You cool. got to work through your problems. And trust me, even one two-hour session is not going to be enough for all of this. You'd be well, surprised maybe. what we fit into two hours before. <laughs> oh, I, I have the brief. Um, yours was incredibly thick. Not as thick as Strix's. That was like two volumes, but I... Paul's know. just like... <laughs> Yikes. I'm Excuse? just going to go ahead and close that back up. Yes, as you should. Yeah, there's a whole chapter on how many times this house has fallen over, hence the doilies. If I get crushed, I want them to be able to find and put my doilies on me. <laughs> yes, plan. <laughs> How are we feeling now? Remember, still zone of truth, so. <coughs> we did get a hug out of it. I did like it was, hug. It was a great hug, especially on my part. It was it a nice was hug. Very, yes, wonderful. I, I, it was nice. Hmm. My face got a little smushed, but I liked my hug, too. That's good. Now, you did bring something up, DS, during your beautiful soliloquy, about feeling like you were going to be thrust out of another family. So this has happened before? <laughs> I don't want it to be my turn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that truth. <laughs> yes, as do I. Now, was it a birth family, perhaps? Another family? Adopted family? Just, I don't have to answer. <laughs> you don't? Those things are for me. Mm -hmm. Remember the last time you answered, though? It was pretty great. I circled growth another time. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, Dieth actually kind of gets angrier at this point as you kind of continue to press for it. And he's still just like, I don't want, I don't want to answer anymore. Look, Evelyn did it. I did it. I think it's someone else's turn. You're right. We don't want to take up too much time. Strix like reaches into a robe and like hands him like a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the root of this perhaps may be family problems. Before family problems. I don't have any of that in my brief. I switched my families. My family was great. Evelyn, tell me more about your family. Strix will come back to you. Oh, yay. Well, uh, Chris, I still don't know the name of my town outside Waterdeep. I never gave it a name. 
Oh, um, let's see. Uh, it, you have a choice. It can be long saddle, or it can be um, Amphail, or it can be West Bridge. Hmm. Now, Long Saddle is sort of a kind of like a Wild West town, um, also with like vineyards and things around it. Uh, uh, Westbridge is almost like a, a rancher town, and then Amphail is a town where they, they raise horses. It's definitely Amphail. Okay. Family's got a horse thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, my parents were um, the lords of Amphail and, uh, you know, lived, I grew up, well, I was born in Marthane Manor, but, uh, you know, came to the spires pretty young, as we paladins sometimes do. And I have one brother, his name is Brighton, but I call him Brick, but he hates that. So I try not to now, but I used to. And, um... Yeah, my parents are dead, but they were real nice when they were alive. And now Brighton, um, you know, runs things at Amphail. And um, we don't talk too much, but I love him. Well, that's good. That's good. Were you ever given the opportunity to mourn your parents? Well, I mean, I wasn't around much when they died, but I did my best. I mean, Lathander helped me through it. I'm asking Evelyn as a person, not as servant of Lathander. I don't know. I, I don't know how people are supposed to mourn. I just know that, well, well, when... I mean, in some ways, it was kind of my fault. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Well, Bratton wrote to me when I was out on assignment, and he said that my mom got real sick and that I should come home because I could, you know, I could fix her up real quick with what I had learned. And But my mom had always told me that serving Lathander was the most important thing, and so I knew that she'd want me to finish my mission. I couldn't come right away. And then the fate of the world was more important. And that's what I should focus on. And it would be selfish to, to, to put my family ahead of them. And I knew that's what she would want me to do. But I didn't come fast enough. And she died. Mm-hmm. And so you feel responsible for that. I guess I do. And there was nobody else around to help her? It just had to be you. Well, I guess I never really thought about that. I think it might be wise to think about it that way. Well, Bratton sure doesn't see it that way. Perhaps not. But maybe he'll see it that way if you send him a letter. Or he has more time to reflect on himself. Maybe talk to your brother. I haven't since then. I pull a piece of parchment out of my old granny bag and hand it to her. 
He said not, not to bother. A letter's never a bother. A wax stamp too. It. It's got a B on it. <laughs> takes it and she's like, "What am I supposed to write?" Whatever you feel like. Dear Brighton, I hope today finds you well in the light of our holy morning Lord. His grace is sufficient for all of us. Aren't you glad we are blessed to live in his light? Getting there. And now go ahead and put the part where you have decided not to accept responsibility for your mother's death, which was not your fault. You can oh, word it however. Is that what I decided? <laughs> Did I decide that just now? If you want, but I think it would be wise. Okay, I mean, if you say so, I what? What did you say? I did. I decided what? Not to accept I responsibility. Oh, I did. Okay. I, yes. I don't know if I can. I, I'm in the zone of truth. And it doesn't. I'm trying to write it, but it doesn't seem to be <laughs> writing. That's okay. I'm real hard. <laughs> Let's come back to that. Okay. You just sort of put the quill down awkwardly. Yeah. Straighten it out on the top of the table so it's perfectly aligned with the piece of paper. <laughs> now, the last time you, you spoke to your brother, was it in person? No, he wrote me a letter. Do you still have the letter? Mm-hmm. Is there a to read it to you? If you want to. I was just wondering if there was a reason why you kept it. Well, I don't know. Was, um, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I could throw it away. I thought that I had to keep it to remind myself of why I deserve to feel shame. Oops. Mm. It doesn't feel good, does it? No! See? I hate some of the truth. <laughs> I'm okay with it. She well, has it pulled out. It's like dog-eared and, you know, like it's been folded too many times. So like the seams are kind of worn out and kind of hanging from itself. But it has the official like Marthane seal on it and everything. So you use this as a token to feel shame all the time. I didn't know I was doing I don't know. <laughs> Someone else's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, if you're, do you mind if I just hold on to this for the rest of the session? You'll give it back though, right? If you request I give it back, yes. Okay. All right. Do you keep this with you all the time? Mm-hmm. We don't really have somewhere to store things. <laughs> I mean, this place does fall down a lot, so I would probably keep anything of importance on my person at all time. Pick up yeah. a doily just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold on to this. Covers it with the doily. And then let me know if you feel any different. Evelyn's looking at the doily like, you know, those videos when there's like uh, three cups and a dog and like you put the treat under one of the cups and the dog is just like staring at the cup, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> staring at the doily with that thing under it. All right. Who wants to go next? I don't. Truth. That well, we were, we were talking to Paulton's double about his wife. Maybe yeah. he wants to talk about his wife that he Yeah, likes. yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
But he is not in the zone of truth, though. So that's okay. He'll probably tell the truth because he wants to talk how much he loves this. Uh, this. What, what, what do you want to know, Miss uh, Miss uh, 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 Brain Doctor Lady? What would you like to tell me? Is well. I don't know. There's just, you know, a few things that have gone on in my life. Uh, yes, I did get the brief. It's a little stressful, but, you know, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. maybe it's that, uh, you know, everyone in my life is, you know, either dead or I've seen die. You know, my parents are dead. Uh, my friends have died so many times. My wife's dead. My robot son has died. Uh, I'm a player in a game, so it's not even real. I got possessed <laughs> by an evil ring that made me try to kill my friends, and that would have been awful if I watched them die be- really because of me. Uh, I have this weird, like, uh, on-off relationship with, like, this vampire lord who I'm assuming is probably going to be coming back really soon because I'm probably <laughs> the most, like, evil-inclined character on this show. Um, I've watched Evelyn die more times than I can count. Uh... Oh! I do have a cool hand. And then the little hand like kind of crawls up. <laughs> little black sever hands like this guy. You gotta That's pretty cool. <laughs> I actually like that hand. I like that. It's pretty, awesome. it's, it's pretty cool. He killed a man. Met his met his <laughs> wife. She was scary. Wait, was was it attached to somebody or did the hand just kill that person? Oh, no, I threw the hand at the person. Okay, I just you know, I want to make sure my notes are really accurate. It was like this, and then he yeah. fell and died. Yeah, and that was kind of like a, what they call a wakey-wakey big mistakey. Wakey-wakey you know. big mistakey. I like to call it regretty spaghetti. Mm. I like that one, too. It's a good recipe. Really. <laughs> hmm. So, uh... Yeah, life in your brief. Oh, right. Then write it down. Do you want to tell me a little bit more about how long has it been since she died? Chris, for context, how long has have we all known each other? Oh, like ish. ish, like I'm gonna not counting, you know, fifty. Right. Year, not counting fifty year time gaps and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, don't count that. Where where Strix just stood above their graves. Right. I, I'm right. thinking. I'm thinking practically, practically speaking, maybe like two years. Uh, if we're okay, so he says, uh, you know, excluding time jumps because those just completely mess up timelines all the time and make for a lot of, yeah. Um. I'd say, I don't know. It's been a few. It's been a few years. It was probably, uh, probably like a year and change before I met this bunch. Did you uh, also sorry. have time to mourn your wife? Mourn means different things to different people. Seems like he's still mourning right now because he drinks all the time because he loved her so much. Zona Truth still has on, but that is good information. Just gonna take that down. That's not in the the whole thing. There's just a lot. There's a lot of things that influence that. But uh, I guess technically, I didn't mourn because uh, I don't know. 
Oops. Was she nice to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she, uh... It was was good. We had, like, a... It was a cool thing going on. And then, uh... You know, the, the death and the, you know, her being murdered, you know, to death. Um... Um... Shit. Yeah, she was fucking killed. Huh. Do you also feel responsible for it? It's just a running theme. I just want to see if it is. Well, I could have been there. I could have been home to help. But I wasn't. It's just out on on another job. Out on another gig. I don't know. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. I didn't have to play. I didn't have to perform that night. I just felt obligated, even though we were, like, fine, doing okay. But I was just like, well, job's a job. You never know when that can just go away. Then you come back home and, you know, your wife's dead. As that, ha- that happens. Dr. Theximoff, you receive a sending spell from your assistant that says... Doctor, your two o'clock appointment will be arriving soon. You should probably wrap up in the next 15 minutes. Wait, but how come Diaz asked if she was nice to you? Are we not nice to you enough, Diaz? Do you need us to be nicer? I can be nicer! Oh, you guys are really nice. Aww. You're just a treat. I like all y'all. I can be nicer. I can be nicer. Strix gets really close. I can be nicer, I promise! (laughs) Who wasn't nice? I was just asking because... I just wanted to know. a good question, but do you got that two o'clock zone of truth now? <laughs> but uh, if it if it helps you at all, Paul Tim, it might not have happened if you were home. Might have happened on another day. The world is a scary place sometimes. Or you could be dead, Paul Tim, and we don't want you to be dead either. No, yeah, I've been there. It wasn't for me. I, I mean, I guess. Sure, you can argue that. End statement. <laughs> yes. Life is a mysterious unknown, and it's terrifying all the time. Especially if you live in a house that's constantly on the threat of collapsing. Yep. Waiting for that. There, it's got strong Wait, bones. Do we? We're always on the threat of collapsing. <laughs> that is a great observation, Strix. You, especially, your brief was very thick. So, I'm sorry. Yes. No, you're doing your best. Everybody here is just doing their best. Am I not nice enough? You are lovely. <laughs> Everyone here is so lovely. And you're all doing your best. But I think let's all work on communication and growth. Remember? <laughs> it's going to be our... Oh, you, should, cir- you should circle that. Right, okay, yeah, just a little bit more. Yeah, gross. Communication is key. You're all a family. We all love each other. So, oh, I think the zone of truth is about to be over, and I have nothing else to get from you guys. So, what I'd like to do is cast calm emotions so we can all wind down from this horrible 
experience. I don't want to calm down. If I calm down, <laughs> I'm going to die. That's not a real I don't think you will die if you What calm. if I know? Now if I calm down, I'm going to die. I don't think it's a lethal spell. I've never killed anybody with it. <laughs> well, if I'm not scared, then I can get hurt, which means I'll be in trouble. Can you literally just be so calm you just kind of stop breathing i mean out of character that's kind of my dream but <laughs> goals yeah if i if me. i cast calm emotion can she roll to not be calm uh there is a charisma saving throw involved so i will i'll do that it will certainly affect everybody it's a 20 foot radius sphere no, she's not gonna. She's not gonna resist it. Okay. She's just. Okay. She's just complaining because she doesn't like the idea of being calm. Yeah. Even um, will be calmed. Yeah, the still just like the spell sounds fake. You're making this up. <laughs> I would like to cast calm emotion. All right. Anybody? I would like to oppose it. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Nope. No? I'll take it. All right. Is it still seventeen? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I, f- I failed anyway. I also am, am I aware, though, that it's... Uh, she said it was a spell, yeah, right? Yeah, she, yeah, there's verbal and somatic components to her spell, so you, you see it happening. Say, so, hey, look, I'm, I'm pretty chill, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't like people being in my head and shit. I, I never was technically in your head. I could have been, but that does cost extra. If I'm going to calm down... How much does that cost? If I'm going to calm down, it's on my accord. Calm him down. Yeah. Say, I'm calm. A wave of complete indifference washes over all of you with regard to each other and and Dr. Theximoff. Complete indifference? Yeah. Just just sort of a placid state. Whoa. All right. Well, this has been wonderful. I'm really scared. Wait, I can't uh, feel no, scared. I'm no, scared. I can't feel, feel scared. <laughs> you, you don't feel scared at all. It's like you're just totally at peace for a moment. Evelyn's like looking around at all of them being like, huh. huh. All right. Well, this has been absolutely lovely. You have my card. I'm going to leave this book here. It's one of my newer ones from a couple of years ago. I am going to go ahead and What's it probably called? write another one on this. So I'm going to go ahead and get to that 2 o'clock appointment. I will send you all my bill, and uh, you can make uh, payments at the office. All right. Well, thank you so much. Start picking up my doilies. Open can the I come see you again? I hear you have to have more than one session. Absolutely. Here's my card. Evelyn tries to take back the letter. Cards. Now that she's collecting the oh, doilies, yeah. Evelyn's like, hee Do you need this back? She just quietly kind of puts it. Okay. I'll take the letter that you started writing. Now I want you to crumple it up. So you don't really... Wait, if Evelyn feels complete indifference, does she feel indifference toward the letter, too? Probably. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So (laughs) she's like, all right. And she takes both letters, crumples them up. Okay. Don't throw garbage on the ground. You just uh, <laughs> Strix wants to hold her hand out for another card. I just put like a like a stack of them. And be like, you call me anytime. Strix just takes the card and just like sticks it in Dieth's shirt. Just like Dieth is indifferent about it. And six bags out. <laughs> Pal- Palton indifferently walks over to the book and looks at it. He's like, oh, nice. You wrote. You wrote. You wrote the. You wrote a book. 
I got a couple of them. I have that's, a you know. wow. That's wild. He's like he's like just talking to it as he trails off like toward the bar. He's like, man, wrote a book. I can't, I can't even imagine what would and like oh like just hovers over the garbage. Can't imagine what <laughs> and then just like puts it in. Can't imagine that's how me. much work that must be. Ah, that's wow. Much. <laughs> I take my leave okay the doctor gets up she uh, goes over pulls some drapes open as she makes her way toward the door and uh, opens up the door and steps out normally even would be like bye thanks for coming you're welcome back anytime but now she's like what else <laughs> I, Strix doesn't know what to say she's not scared so she's just looking a minute, a minute later the indifference wears off Evelyn's like, ah! She grabs the letter and like, <laughs> back up, puts it in her pocket. Uh, Dr. Doc- just falls onto the floor. Dr. Thexamoff, uh, the, the coach comes, you're standing outside in Troll Skull Alley. You see some children playing off in the distance. You see people coming and going about their day-to-day business. You know the coach is going to show up any minute now to pick you up. So you're sort of standing outside in front of the house. You kind of look back at the house, and they have done a nice job on the renovations. You are, however, deeply concerned about what you felt in that house. You believe, although you didn't certainly want to incite them to a frenzy, that Paulton, Strix, and Dieth are possibly demon-possessed. Tight. Oh. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Oops. Has the has the coach arrived? Is she still waiting? Oops. Uh, yeah, you. Those of you inside can hear the sort of clatter, 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 and the the clop, clop, clop of hooves outside, and can hear um, Doctor Thexamoff getting in the coach to leave. Um, can I like run out really quick and like say something to her? Uh, yeah, as she's uh, get, as the driver is hopping down, opening up the door, and helping this tiny halfling woman up into the coach, you can burst out through the front door. Um, yeah, I want to like try and flag him down, say something before she leaves, and and, and be doc- like, doctor, you can see him pour out of the house. Just like, hey, I just, I just want to say that that a lot of what you said rang true with me. And we don't communicate as much as I think we should. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take away that I should probably get better with that. So thank you. I hope you will. And I'm sure um, exercising those literal demons will help. Anyway, I got to go. Thanks so much for having me. He's like, oh, hold up. Uh, you should probably... <laughs> Closes I the door to the coach. <laughs> oh, wait. You, you, should, you should try... You okay, should... let's go. I'm going <laughs> to cast suggestion and, tell her and get her to stay and tell me about that. Okay, make a wisdom saving throw, doctor. Uh, and that is a uh, 17. All right. 22. Hmm? 22? Oh, well. <laughs> Coach just leaves. It's plus nine. It's, I, yeah. 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 She seems to brush off your spell. Man, I don't like her. <laughs> Paul's just like, man, I almost never like our NPCs. <laughs> 
there's like an NPC coming up behind you at that moment, and he hears that, and he just goes, and turns and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, what do you all do after the doctor has left? Paul walks back in, and he's just like, well, that was stupid. Strix is just like, what do I want to do to make myself happy? What should I do to make myself happy? What should I do to... I don't know. She's like mumbling to herself. DS actually speaks to Paul and is like, that was stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll let her know, but geez, let's never do that again. And DS starts like rearranging the chairs and stuff back and getting things back to the status quo as much as you can. Evelyn hears him say that and she's kind of like, DS, I had no idea you thought we'd ever leave you. You know we wouldn't. We we all don't have any family other than this. And Strix nonchalantly from across the room as she's talking to herself and like hanging up a stick mobile in the corner, like probably after the doctor took it down because it was weird. <laughs> she just looks at Dia and she's like, no, we'll never, ever, ever leave you. And I'll never leave you either, specifically. I promise. Uh, <laughs> I cast Zone of Truth from my carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Counterspell, get out of here! You're gone! Uh, Dieth kind of like puts like the last chair mm-hmm. back down and just says, uh, This is the only family I've ever known. And that's the truth. That's the same for me, if it matters. Hangs up the sticks, shuffles away. (laughs) Please be happy, or try to, or make yourself happy. I don't know, I don't know how to be happy. Let's just all try. Let's just all try our best, right? I guess. (laughs) Uh, Paulton will go to DF and just tell him like she's right I didn't I didn't know you felt that either I didn't know about your life that I can't even imagine the pain of losing someone you love like that well that's the past I can't it was for 50 years goes into the other room (laughs) that was the past as well but we're here now. We're family. We're in this house. And as long as I'm around, I'll be sure that no one ever banishes you from this village. Okay, Sasuke? I never know what thing. And I don't need his own truth for that. <laughs> it means... As long as I'm around, you better be around. I'll be pissed. Eva nods and like puts her arm around him, like locks arms with him. Pissed. Glenn, you're good. You said that to me? Yeah. So are you. 
mountains. Like I'm doing chaotic neutral. So <laughs> she just peeks out from the like wherever she went. She's like, I feel like there's something going on without me. Yes, <laughs> wanders over. Are we are we doing a group hug right now? Is this happening? We sure are. Come here, everybody. Come on. <laughs> group hug. Mm, it's a group hug initiated by you. I don't really like these hugs. It's a group hug initiated by Evelyn, even with like her shorter arms, still managed to like have enough strength to like pull us all in. She has a proficiency in group hugs. Yeah. Lay on hug. Mm-hmm. Trix just goes limp and just lets her <laughs> strong arms just crush her. I imagine like the, a cartoony, like all of their waists are compressed in Evelyn's arms. They're all like, Aah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Theximoff, you make it back to your office. You go inside, you hand, um, hand your bag off to your assistant, and the uh, mind flayer takes it and withdraws uh, to, to its office. <gasps> Uh, and, and tells you that your two your two o'clock is waiting for you um, in your in your sanctum. Oh, goody! I'm, I'm so glad I was almost late. I'm always on time. I just like shuffle into the room. Do All right. Have therapy is strong. <laughs> and that's where we'll stop. <laughs> therapy is a safe place. <laughs> Our psyches, ow! (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I didn't make anybody do anything they didn't want to. Oh my gosh. Not a keyboard fuck. All right. Uh, We will be returning next week for an all new and very special episode of the uh, Dice Camera Action. Uh, where uh, Strix's coven gets off the ground. But let us, let us first congratulate and thank our good friend Hadil for coming Yay! to our show. You did great, yes. Hadil. Yes. And me. Awesome, 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 awesome character. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. I, I didn't know if you wanted yes, to actually you. exercise the demons. I just don't know how. Cast on a truth. No, it was perfect. Awesome. Uh, so I had fun. I love sessions where I just get to watch and listen. And write, and write and down take notes. I took and lots of notes. Take notes. Yeah, I took Sorry. lots and lots of notes. I like how the whole time Hadil's like, "Oh yeah, nineteen pages of notes." Well, the, meanwhile, Chris is like, "I'm like, mm. yeah, you're right." Yeah. <laughs> mm, key, please. His <laughs> 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 name is Christoph yeah. Perkinson. <laughs> All right. Uh, any announcements from? Uh, yes. And let's start with the big one from Anna. Ear, ear, ear. Guess what was announced today? Our TwitchCon activities. We told you it was going to be big. Guess what? It is. It's the TwitchCon main stage, the glitch stage. We're going to have a live game on that stage with all of us there playing and special guests who have yet to be announced. So that's coming soon. But um, I want to tell you all about it, and I am not going to, but I can tell you that a lot of thought has been going into this to try to make it the most spectacular Twitch D&D experience that I could possibly think of and that you have experienced. So I'm going to try my best to make you proud and we're going to play games in costume together. With some great people. And what? With, with some, some awesome, awesome people. Yeah. 
I think you're going to be excited who the guests are. So that's going to be live at TwitchCon on Sunday. I don't know if this has been announced, but I'm going to say it out loud. Whoops. Uh, Sunday at 2. Sunday the 28th at 2 p.m. And that will also be live on twitch.tv slash twitch. So if you can't go to TwitchCon live, you can also watch it on stream. Yay! Epic! Yay! Yeah! That's and gonna be for, fun. Watch for more info next week coming from D&D. Um, this weekend, if you're going to New York Comic Con, I'm gonna be, you don't need a badge for this, I'm going to be at, a, at the Travis McElroy and Friends uh, stage show with First Officer Feathers. So please, please come to the show because there's a bunch of people there that have like legitimate reasons to be there. And I am just have a pigeon and <laughs> I will be there just looking like I'm begging for dollars on the street corner. So please come to the show. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Um, if you're near Comic-Con, hooray, that's where I will be this weekend. So I'll be exhausted, but I'm excited. Uh, for me... Uh, the second leg of my headlining tour starts next week. We're going to the East Coast. Uh, so we're going to Jersey, Boston, Philly, D.C., Atlanta, and Orlando. Uh, there's still some tickets for some shows, except for Philly, which sold out. Um, so get your tickets at natewantsthebell.com. Come to a concert and hang out. It's going to be fun. Also, this month, uh, I will be at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo in Portland, Oregon. It's a huge uh, swap meet for all things retro, whether it be video games, card games, or tabletop stuff. Lots of stuff there. Pinball, free play arcade. It's an awesome time. One of my favorite events of every year. And I will be there. I'll be doing um, at least one panel, I believe probably two, and a signing. So feel free to come on by and find me at PRGE. Hadil, tell them about Trapped in the Birdcage. Oh, yeah. That's a thing I do on Thursdays. <laughs> With Holly. That's a show that I DM, yes. And, uh, and Anna, too. Yes, and oh, Anna. Because yeah. I've, I've been moving, so it's been an occasional hiatus. But it's yeah. it's uh, it's back this week, so watch Trapped in the Birdcage. Uh, Kayla did us a lovely new overlay, so I don't have to use, like, blingy text. So, you know, just... <laughs> I so want just, my sparkly uh, pot leaf. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, that'll be fun. It's good times. Um, I love DMing everyone, and it's it makes me really happy. So, yay. That's it. I'm not fun like everybody else. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we will come back next week with an all-new episode. Until then, everybody take care of each other. And don't forget, um, Anna and Nate and Jared, you're going to be putting a couple uh, chicken foot coven waffle crew potential members through uh, a bit of a test. So think about that. Just think about yeah, that. Yeah, the test is week. supposed to determine whether they have what it takes to be in the chicken foot cover. Yeah, right? well, however, they, they've sort of they've sort of gotten through the the stack of of entries, but now it's like Strix only wants them in the coven if one of her friends will vouch for them. Oh, so it's hmm. what I would vouch for. Yeah. So okay. each of you each of you is going to be paired off with a initiate that you don't know yet. Um, but think about what, what it is that that initiate might do to earn your confidence. Ooh, I apologize in advance for that person. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like they, it's like they want to take Strix out on a date and we're all the, like interviewing parents. Exactly, yes, pretty much. But there's so some, what are your intentions with yeah, my tiefling? Yeah, but it's not necessarily <laughs> just a, a Q&A. It's also a test of whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so have at it. Think about it. I'll just be there polishing my battle axe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I weapon collection. No, no, no! Don't say, don't say anything more. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Keep it, yeah. keep it a secret and a surprise. I don't even want to know what you're going to put them through. Just <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, that and that's all I'll say about that. And so, until next week, folks. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.